2: Bring probiotic power to your home with the microcosmic cleaners and hand soaps from Aunt Fanny's. They add good with the beneficial bacteria extract plus
0: safe plant-based cleaners. They're tough on dirt, gentle on you. Shop antfannies.com good and use coupon code CHALLENGED at checkout for 20% off your entire order.
2: D- Own iconic luxury items at Unreal Values with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers at up to 90% off retail. Every item is authenticated by The Real RealReal's team of
0: experts, and new arrivals come in daily. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. Shop in-store, online, or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. The RealReal.com. Promo code REAL. Before we jump into Season 2, we already have a big announcement. Oh my gosh, guys. Guess what? We have some merchandise for you to check out on PodSwag.com. You asked, we delivered. Guys, go to
2: podswag.com, search directionally challenged and we've got merch. Oh my gosh. Okay. What's your favorite thing that we have? Oh my God. I mean the, the shirt that says, uh, uh you're awesome. Like Diane Keaton. And it's
0: so cute. Which is
2: like our dream friendship shirt. I know. We just like dream this into existence. <laughs> Guys, you can own one of these
0: t-shirts. I also love the little pins. They're the little pins of our head and you can like, you know, add it to your collection of pins on your favorite denim jacket or just put them all over your husband's clothes. Cause that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Joe will be
2: wearing my face on everything he owns and I can't wait for it. Hey, Kayla, do you like coffee? I love coffee. Uh, Well, guess what you get to drink your coffee out of now? What? A Directionally Challenged coffee mug. Yes, personally designed by us. Yeah, because we're fancy like that. (laughs) Um, Those are available on Pod Swag. And then our favorite thing is if you guys really loved the journey you took with us on season one, we have
0: this beautiful poster that kind of paints out our entire journey. Yeah, and it's really, really cute. So you can hang it. You can buy it. You can come visit us at one of our live podcasts and we can sign it. We can do all kinds of fun stuff with it.
2: So guys, go to PodSwag.com, search Directionally Challenged, and the merch will be Waiting for you. Now, let's kick off season two. Woo!
1: Hey
0: guys, it's Candace. And Kayla, and we are directionally challenged. God, I mean, we really thought
2: we'd have it all figured out. By the end of season one of Directionally Challenged, (laughs) but guess what? We don't. So we are back (laughs) for season two.
0: We are so excited to be back. Uh, I loved doing season one.
2: I I mean, I can't believe we did it. (laughs) What an accomplishment. I mean, starting from the bathroom floor Mm -hmm. of my house, just dreaming up ideas to here we are now a year later. And we're at the start of season two of Directionally Challenged. Thank you guys so much to our listeners who joined us from our episode zero of this journey. Um, and if you didn't, that's cool. Welcome. Welcome <laughs> to the Directionally Challenged family. Um, you're more than welcome. To just
0: jump in right now. And we are so excited about our guest today. We have a really awesome long interview with her. So I think we're going to just jump right in. Yeah. And I don't even, even think we're going to tell you who it is. I think you just need to stay tuned and listen. So here you go. And we are here with someone who is really special That we have been waiting for for a really long time And that all of
2: you guys have been waiting for for (laughs) a very long time
0: (laughs) Nina Dobrev
2: But yeah, <laughs> coming in hot She brought tequila A tequila pinata uh, We got the dogs barking outside <laughs> They're on a play date today and Rebel's so first play date So if you guys hear a bunch of dogs barking We are not recording this at a dog park We are still in my living room Now that you
3: say that though Why didn't we record this at a I dog know, that park? That great. would have
2: been amazing <laughs> <laughs> But your house is kind of a dog park right
0: now Because it, of the
2: dogs Yeah, it feels like We got baby games just chaos. Yeah. And today is
0: Candace's birthday so we got party hats on. Woo! Happy yes. birthday
2: to you. Oh, thank Ooh. you Marilyn. Happy, <laughs> happy yeah.
3: birthday yep.
2: to you. <laughs> oh. Children close your ears. Um, yep I am 32 today so just cruising cruising on through the 30s. How does just it feel 32? Um, it feels like I am getting older. I like it better than thirty-one. Mm. I gotta say, I, I thirty-one didn't really have much of a ring to it. So I, I like the even.
3: Yeah, the, the in inbetwe-
2: betweeners are weird. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to like, like 32, 34, 36, like just hitting all the even numbers of my thirties. I'm the weird three, three. And that seems just like, I don't know. Oh, I love three, three. Jesus year. Yeah. It's
0: my Jesus year. Yeah. What does that mean? It's the year Jesus apparently (laughs) died. So. Oh Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. But, I guess it's not. I, people always
2: say that. and then when you actually think about it, you're like, it just takes a turn. Wh- and I told I, you we wouldn't talk about religion, and now here we are. Yeah.
3: Well, no, I was because remember there's like the what's the 27 year? There's a 27 year that it's something, and That's then there's when the, everyone
2: died. Yeah. Like Janice Oh John gosh, another turn. <laughs>
3: no. And then there's 29 is obviously a weird in betweener because you're like it's. It's the
0: last hurrah of everything fun Well, you yeah. just turned 30, Two means Exactly So, so, what so that was that super like? fresh for me <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, You know, I kept For the last, since 28 I started saying 30 Just to get my mind And, like, just to prepare myself For the 30 so that it didn't sound as scary When it finally arrived I had, like, a two-year prep period <laughs> Smart <laughs> And so it wasn't as bad, but then I also kept telling people that, and I think I was lying to them. Just be like, yeah, I'm fine. It's been saying 30 for two years. <laughs> but really, I was <laughs> dreading and dying inside a little bit. It's, it's weird. It's scary. It's uh, And yet it's not, because it not, literally nothing changes. The next morning, I remember somebody asked me, like, does it feel like 30? No, actually, nothing feels different. It feels exactly the same. It just sounds scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't feel like I'm not any more mature or less irresponsible or less of an alcoholic than I was when I was <laughs> in my twenties. <20s. laughs> I
0: still drink just as much. You also threw the best thirtieth birthday. Oh my god! Ever you've you had monumental birthdays because your twenty first birthday. Oof. We were in Vegas for that, and that Oof. was that was really fun. Was that your idea? Um, I'm trying to remember. It
3: kind of not really. No, it was like remember when like the hotels would host you. Yes. So a hotel offered to host my 21st birthday in Vegas. But it was like all of us. Yeah. Well, that was the caveat. They wanted, they were like, you and five friends can come for your 21st. And I was like, "Uh, no, if I come, I will come with 30 friends. And they, they said okay. And so we all obviously flew down from Atlanta and And it wasn't
0: just the cast, it was all of our agents, because we had the same agency at the same it was, yeah, I mean, it was agents,
3: Julie Pleck and Kevin Williamson yes. and some of the writers yes. and all the cast and some of my friends from LA. And I don't remember if I had friends from Canada or not. I don't think I did.
0: For our listeners too, we had this massive suite. I mean, I think it that's the still to this day the biggest room I've ever stayed in. Wasn't there a piano in it? And a, and a massive balcony with a jacuzzi. Remember? Yes, I think so. I don't The The it's details blurry. are fu- fuzzy just because it's so long ago. Not for any
2: other reasons. <laughs> just slightly fuzzy. Uh, yeah,
3: touche. Definitely but, very fuzzy. But for many reasons, not just what people might presume, <laughs> which they are correct about.
2: <laughs> but it was a great time. Um, I want to talk about... Canada and I want to talk about when you moved there. You were two years old, um, so you were born in Bulgaria. Before we talk about Canada, can I go back to Vegas for
3: one second? <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm scared. That's why I was changing the subject. <laughs>
2: now, what happened in Vegas? We had two suites.
3: Remember, we had the a- party suite and then we had the recovery suite. We had one suite for like if you wanted. To, like, we all were like we like a communal suite for everyone to hang out before the dinner. That's and, the one like, I'm thinking of. after the. To clubs. And then, um, and then if somebody didn't feel like drinking anymore, we would have the suite that was for chilling and like to get away from everyone that was quiet and safe. And it really worked. Like, Cause we didn't tell anybody that there was a recovery suite except for the girls. So really oh, like, yeah. The girls' suite. That's
2: so yes. smart of us. The boys yeah, were we a little were, rowdy. We yeah. were so mature at 21. <laughs> we were so grown up. You'll love this. Um, so a few of us went to Vegas like two weeks ago for 24 hours mm-hmm. and and so I picked you up PTSD Oh my god! And so we, we try to like make it. I mean, Kayla was there, Pregnant. Belly and all.
0: And what a trip! know. Vegas is is actually lots of fun because just showing up dressed, everyone's like, "Oh my god, you're here! Like, you made it! Yeah,
2: you're winning!" Um, but I picked up Ava from school, and um, and she was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm going to Vegas, hitting the club." You know, being nerdy mom, and she was like, "Whoa, I can't even picture you in a club."
0: You Wait, really? Yes. Which is and crazy, because you're like, growing up, you were kind of the club queen. I <laughs> pride myself
2: and that, yeah, you know what, guys? I was a little L.A. club rat. I went you to were. the club every night of the week <laughs> for a few years, and I was at the opening of LaDue, but I didn't want to yeah. tell her this. <laughs> you know, I don't want to, like, give her all my receipts. <laughs> but I was just, like, mortified. I was like, oh, my God, that's how... That's where I'm at now In my life Yeah That's it's, how she sees you But that's a good thing You want she, her to see you like thing. that Of course You
3: don't want your Yeah you don't want to be The mom from Mean Girls No No, no. But at the same time It's such a tr- Like uh, it, uh, Friday night was Candace's Birthday party So we all were Like everyone was together like the Old friends New friends And I was talking to Tanner uh-huh. And Joe About this And he was Like Tanner was saying That he come Like when we were A couple years ago We, we would all come over And visit Candace and Joe's house And um, the girls would be like, hey, what's going on? You don't play volleyball? Like, let's hang out. Like they wanted to hang out with us. And now like Tanner comes in and they're like, they won't even acknowledge it or if they do they'll look up and look down and and they just don't care and they're like too cool because they're like teenagers now they've got their own lives they're very
0: cool and we're losers right and we're like the mom crew it's like too old I know
2: I'm always just like so I feel feel like everyone always goes up to them and just asks them so what are you guys like listening to these days like that's like the easy end with teenagers so to any teens listening because we know that there are some um, if any adult comes up to you and is like hey what are you listening to these days just know that they just they're just saying hi they're just trying to connect they're
3: just trying
0: (laughs) (laughs) to the best of their ability no and by the way I remember
3: those days too I remember being super excited and eager to hang out with like older people because I wanted to be like them and then becoming a teenager and wanting to get as far away from all yeah I, I definitely had that moody sort of not that they were moody, but they were, but you know what I mean? Like oh, just regular
2: team. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: you independence guys, is independence. Yes, you but, become independent. You don't need anyone else because mm-hmm. you feel confident in yourself. Suddenly
2: you and Kayla had similar high school experiences. I think because you both were working teenagers because you were working on Degrassi
3: the first two years I wasn't, but then the last
0: two years I was. Yeah. The the
2: first two years of high
0: school. Oh, you Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. yes. The last two years you were. On DeGrassi and in high school at the same time. Yes, yeah. And you were on Freaking Geeks. Geeks. Yeah, yeah. Which is so weird because what was that experience like for you? Because it was weird. It was different for me. People, I didn't tell anyone I was on the show. I, also, the name was weird. I thought everyone would think I was Freaks a geek. And geeks. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> you're the opposite of yeah. a geek. I
0: tell her this all the time. <laughs> but, I mean, you actually You
3: are a geek, and I, I say am. that as a
2: compliment. Yeah.
3: You're such a dork yeah. in the coolest way possible. I mean, I own it. I love but it. But you look like the popular girl in school. Well, thank so, you. like, the, the geek personality with the popular girl. Physique and exterior <laughs> is Was probably a blessing
0: And a curse in high school Well in high school I just was so afraid That people would think I was a freak or geek So I just kept the secret to myself And then mm. like the first episode aired and everyone was like Was that you? And, and I was like nope Nope not me. You denied yeah, it? Yeah until wow. it was like kind of obvious And then I was like oh yeah okay yeah with me. me <laughs> Just me making out with James Franco Oh I wish. Are you kidding? Oh I kidding? thought you did. <gasps> no, No. And on the show. No. I love that you think that happened. Did you make out with John? No, I didn't really make out with anyone. There was one scene Obviously, where we played Candace Spin the Bottle. Obviously, Candace and I are huge fans. I know, yeah. I, we watched every I episode. <laughs> There's a Spin the Bottle episode where, where legitimately it, we just did this sort of like, we we just played Spin the Bottle. Had you kissed a boy before that? Yes, definitely. Okay. Yeah, she was I, cool. I hope so.
2: <laughs> you know what? Some of us made out later than others, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, what was it like in Degrassi? Because Degrassi was a huge hit, though.
3: In Canada, right? I, it, it was, but I had a similar thing where I didn't tell anybody, and then the show came out and people found out. But I didn't lie. <laughs> 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 but it was a weird. It was a little weird because I was the teen mom on the show. Oh, and on the show, it was like not the pregnancy episode, but it was like the bullying episode where everybody called my character a slut, and she said they said she was um, gross and probably loose, and because she had a kid, and so that was like the the episode that dealt with that issue with. The way you speak to your friends and or people in your school and and not judging people and every episode had a mission and it had something that a story that I wanted to tell and like teach the kids that were watching, and so it was about bullying basically, and um, so that was a little weird to be like oh you're that teen mom.
0: Well, that's just a lot. That's a lot of expectation on yeah. you at such a young age, because instead of just acknowledging like, oh, you're working on this show, there's like a lot of subject matter that comes along with that.
3: Yeah. And it was it was weird because on the show, the purpose of the show was to get kids to not bully each other, to learn a lesson. And that episode ended up making kids bully me in school, <gasps> did, did they bit. adopt
2: those words and terms like it, kind of making fun of?
3: It wasn't as direct, like it wasn't as like mean per se, but like little comments. You know how girls can be. Yeah, I was gonna say it was probably yeah. I mean, you, you were working on like the biggest show, like there was teen je- show yeah. in Canada. There were there was a bit of jealousy too sometimes, like not not always and not with everyone, but at some like there was a few moments where like some girls would be like, "Oh, you're so you're like on that show, you're." You're the pregnant girl oh. But not everyone Like that's Like I said I did have a good Solid group of friends So it wasn't the case With everyone But every now and then There was like There there was a Mean Girls crew In, in my oh. high school Like like in the movie Like it felt like I was in the film It was hilarious And were they the popular kids And they walked around And kind of 100,000% And everybody Hated them and loved them And I definitely wanted To be one of them mm-hmm. So badly <laughs> Oh Yeah <laughs>
0: Um, Where are they now? I wonder I wonder what um, they think of you now. I don't know. I don't know. I I mean a couple of them I've
3: I've still I've seen it every now and then and I know what they're up to but I don't want to i, I want to name names yeah of course
0: not <laughs> i thought it was the coolest thing that drake had you guys all back for his music video that was cool For yeah. Degrassi. that was so cool it was fun we had and a good time did you guys go was this something that had been was it kind of like off the cuff and you guys all just showed up or had this been planned for a while or how did that happen
3: very last minute yeah mm-hmm. i was i happened to be in new york which is like an hour flight from from toronto which was really convenient but um i found out on like a Tuesday and then I was shooting it by Thursday Like they just told us They asked us if we were interested and or available And then they like flew us out
2: Did everyone make it for the most part? Almost
3: everyone made it, yeah Yeah, almost, almost everyone was able to make that's it That's so cool Yeah, everyone, every, I mean we all, like more than anything It was a reunion of sorts mm-hmm. The way, I mean we all see each other a lot more Because yeah. we all live in LA And we don't even see each other as much as I'm sure we'd like to But with the show a lot of the kids were adults now, a lot of us adults haven't <laughs> seen each other since we were kids. So it was a true reunion.
2: Mm-hmm. True, you, true reunion. Do you feel like everyone's grown up a lot? Like, I would assume... I mean, we filmed a high school show, but we were all more like in our 20s and mm-hmm. some people were close to their 30s. And, you know, and so it. we were kind of out of that high school. But to be filming a high school show with people who are still in high school, did that play a part into... Like now, looking back, are you like, "Oh my God, we were just babies. We definitely were just babies, and it made me grow up a lot faster than I probably would have otherwise
3: in good ways and in bad ways. I feel like i I did miss a bit of my high school experience because I was not homeschooled, but on set. we you get there's teachers. So I spent a lot of um days on set and missed a lot of days at school. And so I remember my last year, i I really almost wasn't there. Like I barely was in actual school because I was shooting so much. And when prom came around, I I like showed up and everyone was like, Hey, you're still here. And I felt like I missed out. There's a lot of like inside jokes that I didn't know. Yeah. And like, it was still fun, but it was, it was, I, I missed something like there's in the same way that when I went to college and then eventually decided to leave, like I missed that experience. I'm
2: fine, obviously.
3: I'm, <laughs> it worked out for me, but there's something that I I, I wish I could have experienced that a little bit more.
2: There's a sense of camaraderie and yeah. and being able to look other people in the eye at a dinner party and be like, oh my God, yeah, because you know, like
0: senior year this. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that way as well, Candice? Because you moved out here to LA and missed your last few years of high school too. So it's interesting that like, we all sort of like had the experience, but also missed out on it as well, mm-hmm. you know?
2: I weirdly don't. like. I think I got really lucky moving to LA and meeting such a great group of girls. So I felt like I actually had better friends out here mm. than I did back in Orlando. And I, on a, I, I didn't miss it. Like mm. I couldn't have been more ready to get out here. And I didn't even tell anyone I was leaving. I took Whoa. my like... Halfway through my junior year, I took my last test, and I just looked around and I was like, "I've got a one way ticket to LA, and I'm not coming back here." Oh wow! And I and I really I like would pop back in. I walked I walked with my graduating class for my parents. Nobody recognized me, and after eleven, Did and you a have half, red hair. Is that yeah, like I no had one red hair. You? Okay, red hair and a spray tan, and this is like <laughs> 2005 spray tan, so you know it was funky, <laughs> and um. And yeah, and that was it. Like I, and I still don't really. Is it because you had a bad experience with
3: the, with people in high school and then you just didn't connect enough? I did. I
2: did. And I didn't. Like you you didn't connect enough for I I like connected with people. Like I was fine. Like I I would be able to go in the lunchroom and find a place to sit. I didn't feel like there was like this crazy amount of bullying. Um, I actually kind of, the popular kids that I saw as popular kids, I became friends with them towards the end. And, um, but I just, it wasn't my thing. Like, mm. I don't know. It just wasn't my thing. You either
3: have a connection or you don't. Like, it's yeah. Like, yeah. you. I,
2: I just needed. I just knew they're that your
3: I people wanted. To be or they're your, not your yeah. people. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's it's almost. As Plus, simple we as all that. played high school for years and years anyway, <laughs> so we got to relive it forever. Well, we did <laughs> enough. Yeah. Enough That's decade dances. That
2: you left early. You will be in high school forever. Yeah. <laughs> Prom might have felt weird, but how many
0: decade dances did you get to go to? I got to go to so <laughs> many decade dances so... and a
3: couple of proms
0: yeah. on, on television. <laughs> I remember being so jealous of you guys in your cute decade outfits. Like you guys always had the cute. And then at season one, there was also like some ball. That you guys also had to learn this dance for oh, God, I don't know yeah. The Founders Founders A Day of, And thing
3: Remember we shot that at uh, Evander, Ev- Holy Evander Holyfield's house Yeah
2: Oh no
0: yes. yes That's cool It was so crazy
2: <laughs> It was really trippy
3: Yeah He's the One of the biggest properties I think I've ever been on It's called Evander Holyfield
2: Lane Oh, named wow. the street. Wow. And I'm not giving that away. You can Google it on maps. <laughs> like It's not a secret. <laughs> um, but so all of this, so Degrassi happened in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, everyone lived in Toronto by then because I know that you were born in Bulgaria. Yes. and um, Everyone in my family. Everyone right? in your family, yeah. yeah, lived in Toronto. And then what was... Well, like my immediate family. My mom, my dad, my brother, everyone else, like the extended
3: family was all still in Bulgaria.
2: And were they like... Cool, you want to get into acting? This is awesome. Or were they like, no, 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 no? Like, I know your mom's an artist, but your dad is no, he's not. Yeah, it's he's an engineer. He's or he's, he's like I'm,
3: he's he works in technology and okay. computers, and um, they were not neither one of them was very supportive at the very beginning because it first started off as modeling. Mm-hmm. I, oh. I wanted to be a model, <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> and so how did you make the transition? From, like, how did it all start? I went on set, and then they wouldn't let me talk. And you know how I am. Wait, how did you... How did <laughs> I, you need, I need to But how talk? did you show up on a set? You know what I mean? Did you get an agent? Um, or? hold on. This is... It's a long time did ago. Did we
3: stump ya? Yeah, it was a long-ass time ago.
2: Um, well I swear? Yeah. Okay. Fucking A, you can. not a long fucking time ago. But we're going to bleep ago. that out. We're going to bleep that out. No, kidding. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> um, gosh, I'm trying to remember.
3: Oh, I think I got...
2: Were you stopped in a mall? Please tell me you were stopped in a mall. I love those I stories. Like that so that much. happened a lot that in Toronto. It, <laughs> that did happen a lot. I remember because it happened to a lot of my guy friends in Toronto
3: where they get stopped in the mall. Oh, I thought you walking. meant to
2: you. No, no, I no, was no, like, no, 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 no. Oh my God, I love it. And no. <laughs> the equivalent in Florida was, it was if worse, you were, <laughs> though. No,
3: no, Candace, it was worse. I would be walking with my friends in the mall and they'd stop us and I'd be like, This is my moment. <laughs> They're gonna recruit me. And then they'd talk to my friend or my guy friend and then walk away. And
2: I'd be like, God damn it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this was my big break. That, that's they wouldn't horrifying. even pay attention to me.
2: <laughs> yeah. So for the kids listening back in the olden days, you'd walk around a mall and hopefully a talent scout would <laughs> look you in the eye and be like, you, you need to be in magazines. You're the next Channing Tatum and or Angelina Jolie. That's <laughs> exactly.
3: literally how it would happen. Um, but not to me. So no, you know, end up on a set
2: somehow and realize <laughs> that you want to start talking and you're and you're pushing your parents for acting because you. I mean, getting on to I do ADN remember how age. it is okay. now.
3: Yes, okay. Sorry, just just got to me. It was some oh, sort of like a, a, fr- a family friend was a hairstylist, and there was this like, um, he was doing a hair show, which was kind of like a modeling show where they like they need models to cut their hair and do styles, and then they walk down like almost like yeah. a test for the hairstylist. And so that was my first thing. I got, they cut my hair and did this crazy. I, I'll try to go back in time and oh my, my camera roll and see if I can. It was gnarly. It was horrible and terrifying. <laughs> Wait, can you
0: describe it? But for I've us?
3: never been more excited in my life. Like I literally, I, I was. I felt alive <laughs> <That's> <laughs> in amazing. a way that school never made me feel. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I it, it was like spiky and up, and the makeup was bright and big, and the outfits were because it was like clothing, hair, makeup. And the it was emerging hairstyle. It's an emerging makeup artist and and clothing designer. So they were, it was funky. So everyone was making a statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I and I had to live with that statement for a year after. <laughs> but um, that was the first thing, and then someone there was like, "You should model." And then that person connected me to that person, and that's kind of how it happens. I mean, you like one thing leads to the other, and I got pictures done, and the pictures introduced me to the photographer, and the photographer. Whatever. It was, but, but again, I didn't like it because at that time before Instagram, before the Cara delavines and the mm-hmm, Kendall Jenner's and all the, the Instagram people who now are like public personas and they hire them because of who they are and their opinions and what they stand for. And and they the, their personalities play a big part in that. In fact, <clears throat> I've been
2: told that it's okay.
0: I've been told the dogs are at the door and they're yeah. really cute right now. <laughs> i've been told that um now they
3: choose the models because it, like they you need to have a personality and a presence on set like they don't you can't just stand there and look pretty anymore which is great i think it's yeah i think it's important to have an opinion and and speak your mind and and not just be
0: of clothing rack For people But it to, used to be The opposite It used right? to be the opposite Where they would just yeah. Kind of want someone To show up And like not stir the pot And yeah. just be pretty And show put up, clothes do on Show up, do your job And get out And that's yeah. why you hated it
3: Yeah I get the, I just I, I did it first Like literally A few months And um, And it felt weird Like also auditions they, they would call them Casting callers, Castings I think. Yeah. Castings you just show up and they you stand there and they look at you and they they like nitpick every tiny little thing and then you don't really say anything they don't really say anything and then you walk out and then you either get the job or you don't just physically just based on physical appearance and that just didn't feel good to me either of course not
0: auditioning as an actor is hard enough but there's so much more preparation and – and at least it's, it's like something, something you involve- do yeah. yeah
3: you're like you you're, you're 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 prepping for something you're putting a lot of thought into it you're putting yourself out there and and it's it's from within you, mm-hmm. from your brain, from your soul, from your heart, not just because of the outside, which will eventually
2: fade and go away. Mm-hmm. So you auditioned for a while. Obviously, yes. Degrassi's a huge get. Um, at what point did you choose to leave the show or was it just the character was done? Did you move to L.A.? What was that transition from Degrassi to vampire then?
3: I was on the show for a few years. I, think the con- I can't remember if the contract was two or three or four years, I I'm bad I'm bad Three years I, I think looked at you were Wikipedia. on the show for Okay, three years, three years. Yeah I, Okay so my contract Was for maybe two years And I And then they Optioned me for one more And I agreed I think And Then um, My contract was up So I moved to LA To try pilot season And that's when I met And that was your first Pilot season That was my first Pilot season I met you guys wow. I got the show And then Between But I ha- They hadn't closed off My arc on Degrassi yet though So I had to shoot the pilot and then I went to Toronto and then they had to write me out Mm. in the next season of Degrassi. And they had to make up like in one episode, they had to like make up a reason why my character was leaving. So they made me a model. (laughs) Full circle. (laughs) They made my character a model who got this big campaign in Milan or Italy or, or, yeah, Milan is in Italy.
2: Um, uh, Or
3: um, France or somewhere. And so my character got shipped off to Europe to pursue modeling and then she never returned. Never came (laughs) back.
2: I love it. And then Elena Gilbert was born.
3: Yes. (laughs) And then you and I, after shooting the pilot, moved in together.
0: I remember your guys' place so vividly. Yeah. You had lived there, Candace, for a few years. I lived there for four years. Did someone move out and then you needed a roommate? No, I just had like really
2: random, like I hadn't lived with many people. I would just randomly have people stay with you for small chunks of time. Um, But it was throwing me a bone, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But
3: like, I'm homeless. Like, come "Come on down. (laughs) down.
0: Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good Kendra Scott has the jewelry you've been searching for with high-style quality gifts at an affordable price, like a personal charm necklace, a pair of on-trend earrings, a classic pendant, or something customized just for you. Kendra Scott has it all, and they even have a
2: great selection of gifts under $100. Need help? Visit your local Kendra Scott store,
0: and their friendly staff will work with you to pick out the perfect gift to suit your style. Shopping online, they have free shipping and free returns and free gift wrapping. I have the cutest pair of earrings from them. They're like drop and they're pink, which I don't know if I would normally buy pink, but this pair just spoke to me. Use code DIRECTIONALLY for 20% off your purchase of
2: any full price fashion jewelry at KendraScott.com or mention the code
0: DIRECTIONALLY in any Kendra Scott store. That's DIRECTIONALLY at KendraScott.com for 20% off your purchase. Valid until July 10th.
2: Support for today's show comes from HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes and fresh, pre-measured ingredients delivered
0: right to your door. All meals come together in 30 minutes max, call for less than two pots and pans, and require minimal cleanup. Plus, with three plans to choose from, including classic, veggie, and family, there's something for everyone. So get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone. I love how you just had a Southern accent I know, because I'm
2: hungry and I'm ready to cook. And I love that they offer all kinds of dishes. Some of them have a Southern twist. I know
0: they do. Actually, we had a meatloaf uh, last time they sent us goodies, and Tanner loved it. It was perfect for my homegrown boy. Oh, I love a meatloaf. (laughs) For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to hellofresh.com forward slash challenged80 and enter the code challenged80. That's HelloFresh.com slash Challenge80 and enter code Challenge80 for $20 off your first four boxes. Everyone has a family member who always tells the best stories. Storyworth makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts on questions you'd never thought you'd ask. At the end of the year, you'll get these stories bound in a beautiful hardcover book. Storyworth is a great
2: way to stay in touch and bridge geographic distance by providing lively discussion topics
0: for the whole family. Learn about your relatives with questions that elicit entertaining, surprising, and sometimes moving responses. Then pass on treasures to your children and their future families with a beautiful keepsake book.
2: Write stories and upload photos by email, on the web, or in the app, and invite an unlimited number of people to receive them. Everything is private and
0: secure. You control who sees your stories. It's also a great gift for Father's Day. Strengthen your family bonds and get to know your loved one in a whole new way with StoryWorth. I think it's a really cool concept to be able to pass on stories to your children. I love that once all these stories are collected,
2: they will arrive in a bound book. So you don't have to worry about printing things out and trying to figure out how you're going to pass this on. StoryWorth makes it so easy for you to do so. I love that StoryWorth comes up with so many creative questions that you wouldn't think to ask a parent or a loved one. And especially with Father's Day coming up, it really sparks all those memories that you haven't thought about in a
0: while of special moments you've had with your dad. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com slash challenged when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com slash challenged. And we're back. When I first met you, Nina, like right after the pilot, you had called me and your car was broken down. And you had it at some repair shop and you were like, I have no car. I have no, and this was before Uber or anything. And you're like, can you come pick me up in Venice? You were staying at your boyfriend at the time's house. Can you come pick me up and take me to my car? Because like, I guess I can just call a taxi. And I just remember thinking you were so young and in this big city without, with your car, like getting your car fixed no on family, your own, no, friends, no really. family, you didn't friends. know anyone. And your boyfriend at the time, I think you guys had been dating for a little bit, we but were it wasn't, fight. you. Can tell the, the the people. Okay, the I didn't truth. know how much I was supposed to we, say. <laughs> we had got broken up. Yeah, you guys were like on the verge of breaking up. So like that relationship <laughs> wasn't helpful at all. And I just remember thinking, like, wow, this young, and you were just so I don't, you none of it bothered you. And you figured it out. And I remember thinking, Oh, this girl, you can handle anything. And it's really true. And I remember Julie Plex saying that about you too. Like when they met you, they were like, Oh no, she can handle this show. At such a young age. I mean, how old were you? 20 or 19? I was 20. 20. I mean you are young. You were so young though And I just like admired that And I'm like older than you going Wow this girl's got her shit together like, <laughs> it's like So
3: you, great This girl's got her shit together She says right after describing that I was alone After I had a car accident Couldn't <laughs> But you were handling it That's what I mean yeah, no, I know. Just, like you had
0: so much falling apart But you were handling it so well And on top of that like this huge show was happening And I, I don't know it was just really cool Were you scared now looking back I know you would never admit it in the
2: moment knowing you're like you and your personality, but now looking back, like, were you scared? Were you homesick? Cause that's a lot of change in a small amount of time. Um, There
3: was, uh, there was moments of fear and insecurity um, that were reserved only for privacy, mm. like not privacy, but, but when I was alone, like I would never, you're right. I would never really show or tell anyone that I was scared or needed help. I, I, It was a fight or flight mentality. And then I would break down at home by myself. Mm. Um, But I also was used to having to figure things out like that. What that wasn't really. That was kind of my normal. Like it's always been an uphill battle since I was little. And that's why it doesn't like if anything is scary as that might have been at that specific incident, I was also. Way more overwhelmed with excitement To be in LA To have gotten to this point To make it here Because also from Canada To get to the States Like it's even harder now Because of Trump But before that It was just as challenging Pretty challenging to get a visa And be allowed to be here And be allowed to work In the United States So like there's so many hurdles And things to get to To go through to get to here um, That That it was just exciting to be here. So that was just like a hiccup and like a bump in the road at that time. But obviously in the moment, it was probably super dramatic and I was...
2: Yeah. (laughs) Do you think that your ability to be so independent stems from just working in this industry at a young age or things that your parents instilled in you? Like culturally, do you think...
3: Both. Both. Um, I think that it started with the culture that I came from and my parents because we Eastern Europe, I, yeah. I chalk it up to being Eastern European all the time, and I think it's true. Like the, um, my parents had to leave their home country, not speaking a language, and move to another continent, and work odd jobs, and we didn't really, like, we didn't have a lot, and we. I always wanted, like, mm-hmm. I, rem- I never really had a lot, so I always had to get what I wanted by. Working hard, and it was it it was just instilled in me from a young age that you have yeah, I had to get jobs, I had to do chores. Like I had also figured out like ways to sneak around the system. That's what you're very good at. We we need to talk about that at some point. That's my brother. I got that that. from my brother. Really? Yeah, because he because like it was a comp not a competition, but like we'd have to yeah, we'd have to we were competing for our parents' time and energy and like, we didn't have things. So we'd have to like figure out how to get them. And if there wasn't like a clear path, we'd have
0: to make it. So how much older is he? Five years, five years older. You guys are pretty close now. Were you close back then? No, no, no. It was competitive.
3: It was, it wasn't always competitive. At first it was admiration on my part. Like I loved him and wanted to be like him. And I was 5 years younger so if you're 10 your 5 year old little sister's annoying to you and when you're 15 your 10 year old sister's really annoying to you cuz you're going through puberty and you're in high school and and she's like I was not cool to him and I, all I wanted was to hang out with him so he and I was annoying and I'm I'm pretty persistent so I wouldn't just say like hang out with me I'd like be holding his leg as he tried to walk out the door and he'd have to kick me off like I was annoying so I get it. I, I kind of feel bad. I've apologized to him since. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, now that we're older, we are a lot closer because when you get older, the, the age gap doesn't feel as big. We're just adults now. We mm-hmm. both are independent. We both have our own things to do. And so when we see each other, it's because we choose to see each other.
0: Yeah.
2: So you get to L.A. Uh, you've booked this huge show, Film the Pilot. We're living together, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And one of my favorite stories that I that I actually oh, brought like, up to you, you yesterday, thank you
3: for letting me, giving me. Oh a home. my god!
2: Of course. <laughs> um, sorry that there were so many
0: bugs. <laughs> <laughs> explain. You have to explain.
2: No, Nina was like, Candace, I think that there's like bugs, and I was like, girl, I. I have, she's like, no, look at my arm. I've got bug bites on my arm. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I've never seen a bug. I've zero, like, I don't see any bugs. And then when we went to Atlanta to film the show, Julie had a friend stay at my place and rent it out. And he was like, there's fucking bugs. And not only like claimed that there were bugs, but found them and bagged them up. And I felt so bad and like so mortified what kind of bugs i still don't know they de- he think they were not bed bugs he thinks they were bed bugs but they He there said was- bed bugs but i don't yeah i don't I- because otherwise it would have been the entire And it was an yeah. old building The whole building was covered with ivy It was mm. it was my apartment It was called the House of Mirrors Like literally the <laughs> entire wall I know this sounds crazy But all of the walls were mirrors And there were hidden doors yeah, To go from like so the living cool. room To the kitchen And like It was massive too For it was West cool. Hollywood
0: For what we were paying You guys threw or maybe what I was The most paying. epic birthday party Joint uh, birthday You
2: guys No, no, no right? It was Nina Nina You threw some party Where I was just like I've never had this many cool people over in my entire life but. And the
0: entire back entrance was like open the, There was like a massive parking lot behind the building And it was packed with people It was your birthday Margar- it might have been Yeah my birthday. I think it was your birthday yeah. And then it was like Margaret. we had margarita machines I and did provide the
1: margarita machines That was <laughs> yeah. the biggest
0: party And we were so young and thought we were so cool And I think it was right before we left to go to Atlanta So life was yep. just at such a peak At such yeah. a young age
2: And then transitioning from roommates Nina and I went from living together To
0: Kayla and Nina <laughs> living <laughs> yeah (laughs) together in Atlanta (laughs) and we picked the most random part of Atlanta to live in but I remember, well, because we didn't see it before we like we yeah. we, we booked it sight on un, sight unseen. I think I had walked. I went with a real estate agent, and she was like, "This is a really good part of town. This is where you should go." And I was like, they "Okay, would, this of course seems they nice." They would tell us I know. That. they're trying to get a sale. But across, I remember we had a balcony, and across the way, the building had like a "Your sign here" like an average, <laughs> and we could put anything. And we were we would joke every morning that we would like put like "Good morning, Kayla and Nina" like on the side. <laughs> we we're like, I wonder how much that would be. <laughs>
3: I wish we'd looked into it Yeah, me too Because it was
0: probably not as
3: bad as it would be Like nowadays, I feel like billboards cost I mean, at the time, we still wouldn't have
2: been able to afford it But (laughs) one can dream Yeah Well, we had all really bonded at that point Because we'd filmed the pilot We've talked about the pilot a lot on this show Mm -hmm. And our whole experience in Vancouver Which,
3: Um, now's my time to apologize why i've been wanting to apologize i heard the podcast oh no i heard the podcast with where you talked about the driver who was so rude to you during the pilot and told oh. you to sit at the back of the bus like we were in the fucking 20s or something which just wasn't okay then isn't okay now will never be okay and i'm so sorry
2: i can't believe that happened well we talked about it immediately and i really think that the driver just had like a, like protective crush on you in a weird way because which is creepy uh, you would, was which is already yeah. <laughs> creepy but you had already been filming and so I think that which and you were so cool I remember asking you like hey girl like do you get car sick for any of the listeners that don't know basically I came down early to get into the bus and I it was my first she was day on filming and I'm always late for everything because one of us likes to be on time <laughs> so I sit down in the front and um I'm like hi good morning I can't wait to film today you know and the driver's there and the driver says, um, excuse me, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm here. I'm going to be filming. He's like, no, no, no. Um, this isn't your show. Like this isn't, this is Nina's seat. Um, Cause she's the star of the show. So you just need to sit in the back. That's so messed up. And I was like, oh, and I'd never been on a pilot. I'd never filmed anything before. And I was just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything. And then I, I talked to you about it later that Taino was just asked if you get like car sick for any reason and you need the front seat. And you were like, no, fuck that guy. Like... I did not mean to say it. like he. I've never said anything. I can't believe he well, said the first that day to you. I never even met that guy. And mm-hmm. then you sat like next to me in the van for like any time we shot together. to make a statement. Yeah, <laughs> to make a statement. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this girl's cool. <laughs> I like her. Um, but we had some really good times. We've said we we've so showed the pictures times. of us uh, cooking breakfast together on Easter morning. Um, yeah, we've had we had a really special time times on the pilot. Um, yeah, we also
3: had some we've had a lot of highs and lows and we also um, got fake arrested
2: together. We did.
0: Yes, all three of did. us. That is the most bizarre still to this day, one of the most bizarre experiences of my life. It's so it's weird. It's just so weird. Do we have it's, any theories I, yet? Are we, are still we don't all, even know yes. there's yes. enough time gone by that we can like talk like talk. Yes, they wanted money. Yes. Well, it, yeah,
2: but
3: that was it. I had a different theory. What's and I don't your know theory? if we're allowed to talk about that right now. Let's save
2: that theory. Okay. But it's yeah, no, it was. it was They genuinely got calls that we, it looked like we were going, that we were trying, someone was trying to jump off the bridge. Which we weren't, by Which the we way. Weren't. We were we doing
3: weren't. a photo shoot. We, we were, were leaning. We weren't even doing a photo shoot. We were going on a trip to Savannah. We were doing a road trip and we saw a pretty view. So we stopped to take a photo. And Candace's boyfriend at the time was a photographer and yes. he was like, oh, I'll take your grace's photo. So So we took a picture.
2: The police got called that there might be a suicide attempt. And the first thing that came out of our sweet little mouths were, oh no, we're all actresses and we just got on this new hit show. We can't get in trouble. And So they...
3: Told us to follow them to the police station. We which weren't
2: is, res- arrested for real. We yeah. never got fingerprinted. It wasn't a real case number. It, we got ticketed. We and didn't even just, get handcuffed. We no. drove
3: ourselves to the police station like idiots. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Mel's, Mel's laughing here at laughing us. like, yeah. what are you
2: guys thinking? It's true. And then they told us, <laughs> this is my favorite Mel. They said, you guys, leave All of your belongings in your car, you can't bring anything in. So we
0: left everything. I mean, we were young and they were really intimidating. And I think we were just like, oh my God, we don't want to get fired or like in trouble off of, and we want to do the best we can do. So just listen to what they're telling us. So we
2: get inside and they go, okay, now you guys just need to pay us like a couple grand and then you can leave. You won't and, get like no no consequences. And, you just pay us money, and, and they like, told like, us to leave our money in the car. And we're like, well, all of our money's in the car, and they're like, well, we don't know what to tell you. So luckily, my boyfriend at the time like w- had someone wire money to them, and then that's what got us out of the situation. And then it Which just is ridiculous. And then and then the
0: first Didn't day we have that,
2: to call a bond person.
0: No, I think that's what
2: he had someone like wire money. Yeah, uh,
3: I remember he they gave us it. they gave us cards like they give you cards
0: yeah. in jail for
2: bond companies which that's, they that's, make their money. that's a cyclical thing anyway yeah, you know what I mean know.
0: but <sighs> but we made it guys but on top of it which was so weird is that we had they took our picture
3: they took We're our all picture. smiling in these photos yeah. and then they released the 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 thing and made it into this like stink but we never got arrested but they made it seem like we got arrested and I I still think to this day that it was a publicity stunt and that's they like wanted to get attention from it and
0: they made us look bad even though we didn't do anything i'll never forget (laughs) how i found out i was just sitting at crafty with paul and we're like sitting there and eating and he literally just slides his phone over he's like did did you see this and i was like what see what and he's like i haven't i haven't said anything to the other girls but like did you see this and i was like what are you and then all of a sudden i was like oh it was tmz or something yep right hours before the show premiered. And oh, yeah, the, was like uh, perfectly the, the, by timed. By the
3: way, that was the time, the timing yeah. was why I think that is because this happened four weeks before the show was ever on the air. And then suddenly on the day of the premiere that the, the pilot ever airs mm-hmm. on
0: television, suddenly, and it Three was like, hours before there's an before article. Before it, it aired in East coast time. It was like perfectly timed. All I know yeah. is I was
2: in LA and I was at the Vampire Diaries writer's office and they were all saying, congratulations. This is the, Best PR that we could ask for, exactly. And I was thrilled. That's what I'm trying to say. Candace,
0: Candace thought it was the greatest thing ever, and flies back and is like, "This is amazing!" And all of us are like in tears, like we horrified. Were all I was like, "Guys, this is a, let's call funny or die. Like, th- we're gonna kill it. This is great." Which it in hindsight is a great way to
2: react, but I don't.
0: We on, all, it was a we, big deal it was and-
3: yeah we were bawling and crying cuz we thought it was the end of the world. We all thought we were going to get fired, the show <laughs> was going to end cuz we'd gotten fake arrested <laughs> so and we stupid. really wanted to explain ourselves and say that we, nothing really happened. It was so and Sarah Canning specifically Oh my god, I know. because but the two, 50% I, of the group could be deported yeah. cuz we were all on visas. So we both thought that we were going to get deported and sent back to Canada. Because our, our reputations had been tainted. Oh my gosh. And cut to 10 years later, we're like laughing about it. I
0: mean, it. we I learned know. a lot in a short amount of time. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've been on the straight and narrow since. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good thing, though. You are so adventurous and crazy. I mean, you've done some of the craziest things in your life. What? Uh, you've swam with sharks, right? Yeah, have you? And then, did you skydive? Yes. What's like another another super crazy thing? You breathe fire, fire breathing. I've done that too. That's like Um, your party
2: trick. That's my party trick. Um, Safaris.
3: I've 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 literally ran from lions that have that have run after me to attack me. Uh, But that was a group thing. We all did. We all ran together. Um, That was on safari recently, and
2: bungee jump. When did this start? Because this I feel like You've always been an adventurous person But not like this This is a whole other level of adventure I'm convinced that Drake wrote the YOLO song about me <laughs> I'm going to say that on record
3: right now <laughs> I'm taking that back I'm taking that back You didn't write it about me Before the rumor gets started
0: <laughs> No, good, let's start it <laughs> yeah.
3: um, I don't know I really don't know uh, I, I. I. No, I'll, actually I do My brother I think it's again my brother He was always like a jockey, adventurous type, and he was a boy. And in order to fit in with him, I would try to do anything he did. And he always did crazy, dumb things. And we would um, like in Lake, we call it Lake Life, which we did in Atlanta as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, During Lake Life in Toronto, we would jump off of like rocks and cliffs and things. And so I think it started there. And it was scary, but because I had to be competitive and like do what he did. And then it was and then because people thought as a girl who was younger that I wouldn't do it, when I did do it, they'd get so excited and it was like a award system thing. they'd be like, "Yeah, oh my God, you did it." Woo obviously as a little kid that builds up your confidence and you're like, oh if I, if I do this, it'll get this reaction. That means I'm cool. that means they like me. Hmm keep doing dumb shit. So what's next? <laughs> How do you one
0: up what you've already done? I don't know. And I can think you? I think I've peaked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, something that, so last summer, uh, we took a, uh, three week family vacation to Italy. And mm-hmm. I can't remember if I've talked about this on the show, but, um, Joe was really gung ho about renting these Vespas in Tuscany. Sounds like a dream. Sounds <laughs> like something you would jump to do. Kayla even sounds like something you would jump mm. to do this is my nightmare. I was like, Joe, this is your thing. I will just watch you and take your photos. (laughs) So he's like, well, will you drive the car? Cause I'm going to rent one for me and one for Elise. And then you'll just drive the car back. And I was like, great. It's like a 45 minute drive to get to the Vespo rental place on all these like windy Tuscan roads. And we get there and he like comes to me and he's like, so don't be mad. And I was like, what? it's always a what? great intro to I any know. conversation. He's like, I I forgot you don't know how to drive stick. You're going to have to drive the Vespa back. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. And he's like, no, they're just going to give you a little tutorial. And the tutorial, by the way, is like a t- like in the middle of nowhere, Italian man, just being like, Oh okay, yeah. Drive the Vespa. yeah drive the Vespa. You go. Yes. You go. No, you hit this button, you will crash. And I was just like, No, no, no. And 45-minute drive, guys. And so I've never been more terrified in my life. And I was just sitting on this thing. And I literally hit a moment where I was like, what would fucking Nina Dobrev do? (laughs) She would have to do this. <laughs> and I can do this too. And I was like singing like that's amore, really loud to like <laughs> calm my nerves. <laughs> can you give us a little preview right now? Yeah, I was just like in the, moon, the... and then the, the car would come, and I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> that's Bud's a great motto. I'm the so proud of What you? would Dobrev do? Thank <laughs> you, because you are such an adventurous person. And even on your Instagram, you're always like sliding down some fucking slides and flipping, and I don't. You're always doing something. <laughs> And um, I don't
3: post videos of me
2: sleeping. It's not like that doesn't happen in between those moments. (laughs) But I I respect that and I appreciate it. But even in the way that you operate as a businesswoman, I mean, I remember being at Comic-Con with you and we're walking through like the big Warner Brothers party and Conan O'Brien walks by and I'm like, where did Nina go? And you like walked (laughs) right up to him and like pointed at him. and You're like, hey, Conan, I'm Nina Dobrev. I really want to be on your show. And I don't he, remember that. Yeah. And he was like, cool. Talk to my booking person. That's awesome. Within a few weeks, you were on a show. Whoa. Like, I don't remember that.
0: You That's really awesome. don't remember no. that? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm,
3: I don't doubt it. I, I
0: believe it. I also remember I on remember the interview, it. he, when you were on his show, he said, yeah, you like came up to me and we're like, I want to be, yeah, we'll find, we'll find the clip. I think I may have said, I don't remember that to him too, but, <laughs> <laughs>
2: but you do that. <laughs> and you just have this fearlessness about you. Um, do you like when you're in a room and you see someone you admire? Do you just walk up to them? Yeah, all the time. And that is my nightmare. Like, I hide from people. I'm like, do not meet your heroes. Something weird's going to come out of my mouth. And like, but that's the thing. Like, what is
0: you? What what drives, drives you? you? And
3: there, there also, by the way, have
2: been times where like there
3: have been hashtag fails <laughs> during those moments. Doesn't seem like
0: there's many that fail. I feel that like way, Elise though. would be really proud of me that I just said hashtag fail.
3: <laughs> um, No, there have been there. There definitely have been. Um, But I've I've learned tricks. I feel like now, like I used to just be fearless and confident. And sometimes people don't respond to confidence positively. They're like either intimidated by it or they're a little jarred by like a complete stranger walking up to them. Um, So now, like, there's I have to find a way to like be bold, but also be. Read the room, kind of. Read the room and be vulnerable Mm -hmm. or, like, find something self-deprecating to relate. Like, something that, like, you can... I don't know
2: I, I, I'm having I'm explaining this A common bre- A common Some, factor yeah. Between you and the person That you're talking to Yeah I feel like that With like having kids Usually like If someone else has a child Or like And it comes up Or someone's like Oh my god You both are raising teenagers like, Yeah Like immediately We can roll into that And there's a Like common denominator Exactly Like you have to Have something to say You can't just walk up And
3: say hi Like you have to Like in that case That you just brought up it was, hi, I want to be on your show. Like, there's a purpose. Like, there's something, I'm here for a reason. Mm. I want to talk to you. I've I've walked up to people in the past and been like, hi, you're amazing. And they're like, thank you. And then I expect the conversation to keep going, but I'm like so starstruck that I'm like, I don't have anything else. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) And then it's awkward and it's weird. And then I see that person again because we go to the same parties, And then they like avoid me like the
0: plague because they're like, oh, there's that weird girl. (laughs) It's it's so funny to think how stars have are also starstruck. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Like how so thousand percent. Who's the one person that you've been the most starstruck to see Um, or meet? I'm trying to think because there's been a lot, like Beyonce.
3: I've, have yeah, you met Beyonce? Um, yeah, okay. To me, that's like Beyonce or Oprah. Actually, now that you now that you mentioned that, yes, there have been times where there have been people that I've wanted to say hi to, but because I've been too like I don't have anything to say, like I don't have a common denominator, like I'm not a queen bee, I don't like. I I, <laughs> um, I, I have been in the same room as Beyonce many times, and I've not gone up to talk to her because I don't know what I would say
0: yet. Yeah. Yes. Yet. yet.
3: Yeah, I haven't read. Yeah, I I need to drink some more honey or something. Now that we put it out there,
0: watch, it'll
3: happen. Exactly. (laughs) You'll
2: love this. So
3: maybe now this is my thing. I'll be like, I'll walk up to her and be like, hey, I did a podcast, I talked about how I (laughs) have. Been in the same room as you a million times. And I've never
0: come to say hi, so here I am. Hi. There you go. That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> this is a good lesson too for our listeners, not just on like a smaller life scale. If there's someone like you've been wanting to talk to at school or whatever, and you just go up and like find a common denominator and start a conversation. Yeah, you never know. It might lead you to be, being on Conan O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> you will
2: have when we were in Vegas the other weekend. Um, I, th- we were at this club where Wyclef John was Wyclef John was performing and someone said do you want to go meet him and i was like oh my god no 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 you know me don't meet my heroes something something's going to get weird and i'm going to say something weird like oh my god i haven't even like i haven't seen him perform since i was 18 like and oh, he brought people up on stage to dance and i was like drunk and 18 and like dancing on stage at a white club john concert somehow that got translated into something completely different and a few minutes later Someone brings him over and is like, Candace, hi. So Wyclef, this is Candace. She used to be your backup dancer. Oh my God. And he was like, Candace, it's been so long. And I was like, uh, no, 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 no. I just, it wasn't me that was your backup. I just, I was drunk in 18, danced on your stage. That's all. This
0: is why and you don't want yes. these situ- situations to happen. They always end up like this. Yes. And I was like, it's cool. And he was like, all right, well, I, I'm just going to go perform now. And I was like, yes, Wyclef, you
2: kill it. You got this. I'll be on stage soon. BRB. Yeah. I was just like, what was that? He was like, you said you danced on stage with him. I was like, drunk.
0: <laughs> As a teen, not As like a, teen. a backup dancer. Not a backup dancer. Also, just the image of you dancing back up to Wyclef John is amazing. I would die. So that's what happens when I meet my heroes.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, but you did actually sing for Miley Cyrus, did you not? I did, I did, I did. Yeah, she was awesome. Um, I've not seen her in a million moons. I think the last time I actually saw her was when I brought you to her concert. Yeah. Season one of Vampire Diaries. Yes,
3: I remember that. I remember that That's so much cool. has changed. She's like, she's gone through so many iterations, and and like she's such a woman now, and she's married, and they're yeah, they're everywhere, and seems so happy. It's just, it's so awesome. And she's a
2: badass. You're married. You're married. Everyone's oh, married but me. Oh man. Well, now you're thirty. <laughs> Welcome yeah. TikTok. TikTok. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. Um, so I have a feeling a lot of people wanted to hear some Vampire diary stories, which would take up a whole other episode. So I just want to keep it simple and ask you now that it's been some time, is there something that really sticks out about your experience working on that show that you didn't appreciate at the time, but that you appreciate now? You know what I mean? Mm. Like obviously in the moment, it's easy to recognize all the things you love that are fun. Cause we had a lot of fun times filming together and not filming together, just hanging out outside of that. Mm-hmm but is there something now that you are 30 and kind of looking back at this huge chunk of your twenties where you're like, wow, this really shaped me?
3: Yes. So many things. I, I'll, I'll never forget. Uh, this is a fun little fact that I don't know if I've, I uh, have i know. We've kind of talked about it. Um, Paul and I didn't get along at the beginning of the show. Um, I respected Paul Wesley. <laughs> I didn't like Paul Wesley, and I remember everyone would walk up to me at, after the show air, and they'd be like, "Are you and Paul dating in real life?" Because we, um, you, everyone thought that we had such good chemistry because from the show. But I mean, but, you did ha- you
0: you did have really good chemistry. Yeah, but I I realize now
3: that. Um, there's a fine line between love and hate, and we despise each other so much <laughs> that it read as love, but it was like burning. Just like we, we really just didn't get along at the first maybe five months of shooting. Um, and I've heard so many stories now of people like I'm not going to name names, but behind the scenes, like our friends have worked with so many people. Like most of the time, love interests in films and TV really don't get along, and that ends up reading as really intense chemistry. And I remember Paul Wesley and the pilot walking up to me. I can't remember if it was on set or if it was when we were all out one night. Maybe we had like a moment that was like, like we actually like connected and like had a good moment. And he looked at me and he's like, 10 years from now when we're not on this show, you're going to really miss me. <laughs> like we're going to be really good. For, like we're going to, like you're going to miss the, these times and you're going to miss this. Like this is going to look like you're going to look back and this is going to be the good old days and you'll, you'll appreciate, like we'll appreciate each other in 10 years. And he's so fucking right. <laughs> he's so right. Like we, we ended up getting to a good place and it was fine. Um, but of everyone, I think I probably see him the most and hang out with him the most. Now like I see you girls obviously, but, um, yeah, we like, we we are probably the closest, like we hang out a lot. And we're really good friends. And I love his wife. And um, we just, it's so funny how, like, time, how much change every day. Yeah, because I never thought that he would be one of my
0: best friends. (laughs) Wow. Um,
3: So, yeah. Also,
0: spending every day with someone for eight years. I think that's, yeah, It also starts to feel almost like a sibling or something where you just in and out, you know, someone so well. A 100%. Like, he's not a bad guy. There's not like, it's not like he,
3: Uh, obviously he's not a bad, like I'm, I hang out with him now a lot by choice, but, um, yeah, I think it was when you work with anyone or are spending a lot of time with anyone, yes, yeah, little things are going to annoy you about them. It's like, it's like a relationship. We were basically married without, so like, I mean, we, we, we were together every day. We were kissing and doing yeah. all this stuff, but, um, But we didn't have sex.
2: So, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, just like a marriage. Um, (laughs) It is crazy though that, yeah, you spend so much time with a group of people on a set, especially that many years, and you kind of have your own little shorthand language with each other Mm -hmm. that is very, that parallels like what it feels like to be in a very large family where Mm -hmm. there's things that you know about other people and ways you interact with other people that even your own family and partners at home don't really see. Yeah. And and so... You end up
3: seeing each other more than you see your family. It's true. So you become a family and, it, and that's both good and bad. And you'll have like, you go through ebbs and flows of um, times when certain people were closer, certain people were, they like, didn't get along. Like it was, but it was, but the through line was that we all loved each other. And it's just literally like family, like
0: family fights every now and then. I also think the aspect of and I don't know this could be wrong but for me when you are changing into different clothing on set and there's so much it's it's just such a personal experience like where you're so vulnerable because I don't know many people that arrive to work in one pair of clothing and then end up completely changing and like you're you're with each other in these intimate settings, like you're in a, in a bed next to someone or you're making mm-hmm. out with someone or you're fighting with someone or you're crying with someone. There's so much vulnerability that's required every day with all these people that you do it does feel like family. Because I, you don't normally too. do that. There's yeah. a lot of pressure involved. Like as much like we actually
3: Had a very comfortable environment, but it's still like we're shooting a TV show that's going to be that airs on television for millions of people like there's like that pressure uh, career wise. And so you take out some of that like I took out a lot of that pressure on some of the people. Around me and probably a lot on Paul Wesley, <laughs> which is why we hated each other. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, but you're it's right. Like, you guys
0: were really young at, uh, and had at a significant amount of pressure and a lot of eyes watching your every move all the time, which is really hard.
3: Yeah, but at the same time, we also didn't like we weren't in L. A., which I think is the biggest blessing of all. I think that's yeah. why you guys have stayed normal.
0: To be honest, that's my theory. Because so you too. weren't no, in great
3: shooting we or We weren't going to parties. We weren't going to events. We didn't have to. I mean, we did, like, but we would fly in and have to leave. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't stay and make poor decisions. I mean, we did, but not as many <laughs> there poor wasn't decisions. A, and, there
2: wasn't the competitive edge of, you know, well, who's going to this red carpet? Who's going to that red carpet? It yeah. was either you're going to red carpet. Cool. Awesome. We're all going to the Krog Bar. And yeah. when you fly back in, come meet us. Yeah. You know, there wasn't that, which I think... Not just, sp- but I feel like uh, having friends that have filmed in New York or LA. That's kind of been at a young age. That's kind of been a tough uh, head butting thing that's come between them and castmates. Got it. No, um, uh, yeah, and that we didn't sense, really have though. to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, when you, especially when you're young. When you're older and you're just like, oh, I just want to go home anyway. But when you're young, <laughs> yeah. you're like, No, I want to go to open bar. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so now that you are thirty, um. Do you have, like, a mentor? Do I love I? to ask this question. of a mentor.
0: Or not just one, several or people. Several. Yeah, yeah. I wish I, have you, wish I had a cool answer and like I could say, like... But it's interesting because we always want to... We have, like, people who have their shit together on the show that are successful. And we always want to try and find a common thread between mm-hmm. them all. And, like, what makes you tick. And so is it is it that you have someone you look up to or is it that you trust your gut or what? Do you have a mantra over yeah. a
3: mentor? Yeah, it's not like I have I didn't have one mentor. I've had a, a lot of people that have influenced me and who I've looked up to, who I've asked for advice um and for the most part I feel like from a young age I would look to people it's kind of like what we talked about earlier, like that go-getting mentality, like I would look to people in the industry who have achieved what I want and I would sort of try to mirror their careers or like find out what they did and try to like, that's how I started acting actually because of Rachel McAdams. Like she was from Canada. She was from a town just outside Toronto and she was on this path and she was killing it and all her movies were really cool. And I thought she was beautiful and funny and talented. And um, I found out what her acting coach was and I found out like who her agents were. And I like tried to, like, that was the first step. Um, And, Throughout, and then nowadays, I lean on my 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 team a lot. Like I've really curated a great team whose opinions um, I value very much, and they've crafted. Actually, that I signed with these specific people because they represented the people that I looked up to in mm-hmm. whose careers I thought were amazing, and I wanted. I basically walked in and was like, "Do that to me. <laughs> I want that." <laughs> and so when they tell me to either take a role or not take a role, or this is why this character is great, or this director is not great to work with or avoid this. I listen to them and we have a lot of conversations that are very, um, they're also direct with me. Like I I appreciate directness. If somebody tells me what I want to hear, I usually run away. I try to go towards people who will be honest with me because the only way I'll be, the the only way I'll grow is if somebody is brutally honest with me and if I can't fix something, if I don't know that it's broken. So that's been a big, a big thing for me. And I think it started because my family was always so direct with me. So I need
2: that directness in my life. That's a big thing. Um, What is something looking back now in your 20s that you know about yourself for sure? Even if you don't have everything figured out going into your 30s, what's something you can be like, yeah, that's what this decade has taught me?
3: It's just like the, I was trying, like I, I wanted things so badly and my persistence, in fact, I, re, I related to Julie Plex podcast a lot when you guys talked about this, like my desire and need and my my greatest asset was ultimately also my greatest downfall. Um, th- my persistence also got me into a couple of like tight corners. When you're younger, you're supposed to be like more fresh. And I like would wear so much makeup on the show. And like, that made me like, that was a part of my identity. Like I felt like if I didn't go out and like full face of makeup, that I wouldn't be beautiful because they would cake it on. And that's what, like what I decided I look like. And now as I'm older, I'm, I've done a 180, and I need to be as stripped down as possible. So it's like a little weird. That's what the Benjamin Button part of the um, that I I feel like I don't I, I, This is me and now I'm okay With being like I'm more comfortable With exp- showing the world the, the stripped down version of me Without the mask Or the layer and I don't need The rest of that and It should be the opposite like you should get Older and start wearing more makeup to look younger
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so refreshing though Especially such a good lesson for all the Fans because it, it you know at the end of the day i think what makes everyone who they are is the real version of them because yeah. we all try to be the same it's just boring
3: yeah i was trying a little too hard to 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 be something and and i'm finding more success and happiness and confidence by not looking for everyone's validation and not caring mm. in my 20s i cared so much for people's validation and now i i, I don't really in a weird way and because of that, it's almost like a moth to the flame. Like now I feel the, the, the fact that I've pulled away, the energy is like coming towards me instead of like me chasing the energy.
0: That's a great way to go into your thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One last question. Okay. What is the most Canadian thing about you? <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: I say, sorry, S- sorry. I don't say sorry. <laughs> I actually don't. Um, but I say sorry mm-hmm. I've learned how to say it the American way <laughs> and, But I do say it a lot mm-hmm. Like uh, somebody will bump into me And I'll apologize to them
0: Yeah, yeah
3: and I well, can't help it. I've told myself, uh, like, it's been a resolution, a New Year's resolution for years to stop doing that, to I stop, mean, like, apologizing when it's not my fault. And I can't do it. Can't. I fail every year on, well, like, on on January note, 1st.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on that note, sorry, guys, we got to end the interview. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's good.
0: Wait, we didn't talk about Miami. I know. Time capsules. I
3: know.
2: Well, God that's we'll it. just have to do round two. Ah. A little closer to New Year's. Yeah, maybe, maybe we, we can have do. a time capsule together that we are opening on new year's eve so we might just have to do a follow-up to that yeah we
0: have to it's such a cool iconic thing it's a time capsule we've had for 10 years and on the 10-year anniversary in um This year, 2020, we will open the time capsule And it's going to be so much fun So we'll get into it at another time But Maybe we can do it as the finale of this same season Idea. open it
2: I'll be your opener and your closer
3: Look (laughs) at this producer over here
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Nina For coming on the show today And for for our listeners, what are your socials? So they can find you (laughs) At Nina on Instagrams,
3: And then at Nina Dobrev on Twitter at Nina Dobrev on Facebook and just Nina in real life. Yes. Yeah. Love
1: it.
0: Thanks for coming. We love you so much. I love She's- you guys. I'm so happy we did that interview with her. She's the best. I'm glad that we all got to get
2: back together. Mm-hmm. The girls are back together um, and just kind of walked down memory lane. And, and it's true. You know, we're all older now. We've known each other for a decade And it's been really fun to watch each other grow um, as well as just watching ourselves grow into these budding women that we are. Um, but I'm so excited that I think we have Nina coming back for the finale
0: absolutely I mean Nina you guys as she was leaving was like "Um, I'm coming back right and so now she wants to come back for the finale so we'll definitely do that with her well we have a lot of episodes before we get there we yes. have a lot of topics we want to get to um, if you guys have anything
2: that you've felt directionally challenged about in your own life let us know you know jump on Instagram we're on the gram all the time mm-hmm. uh, DM us send us a message um, also you can go to apple Pod, the apple podcast app and write a review you can leave a message there we'll definitely look for it there we also
0: have a um email that you can email us at directionally challenged pod at gmail.com and we read that too so we love all your ideas we really listen to it and we're just so grateful you guys are here so make sure you stay tuned to listen next week because we have another great episode coming up and we love you directionally challenged own iconic luxury items at unreal values with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers at up to 90% off retail. Every item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of experts, and new arrivals come in daily. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. Shop in store, online, or
2: download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. TheRealReal.com.
0: Promo code REAL. For years, we've been told that clean means sanitizing using antibacterials. But this kills everything, including the good, with whatever bad. Now, Aunt Fanny's brings
2: probiotics to your home with microcosmic cleaners and hand soaps. They add good with an
0: extract of beneficial bacteria plus non-toxic plant cleaners that work. Try probiotic cleaning at antfannies.com slash good and use coupon code challenged at checkout for 20% off your entire order.
1: And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.